You are now listening to the new Old Heads podcast, premiered every Thursday at noon Eastern Standard Time at BringDownTheBand.com, and brought to you by No Bad Ideas, Coleman Dental, Printfinity, Indie CD and Vinyl, and Sun King Brewery. Support the new Old Heads by visiting our Patreon at patreon.com slash newoldheads. We're now tuned in to the new Old Heads podcast. I am Major 7. Uh, my computer is still working well. J Diff still hates that, but we'll, we'll move past that. I think this is the last time I'm gonna mention it because everything has been going just so great. He hates it, so I'm good with that. The whole crew is here. For everybody as well out there that is in the chat. And uh, we appreciate the subscribers as always always. My man Jay Moore, what's happening, sir? You know, just um trying to stay uh Rona and police free. Um, it is what it is, man. I hope everybody's wearing their mask when they're out and about amongst these people. I see you. I see you out there in the streets backing you in uh backing your element a little bit in some of the spots, but I do see you We're right trying. Now, We're trying. The people aren't making it easy. No, I know. I know you're going through going through some things, man. People just don't wanna don't wanna do what they're supposed to do, but I know y'all will uh, y'all no, will, they don't. Uh, no y'all will make it, so it's all good. My man DJ J Diff, what's happening, brother? Invitations, what's good, man? Don't nobody care about your laptop, bro. Oh, Still to God, this day, I don't hate him, and I could care less. Enjoy your laptop. I feel you man. <laughs> to this day. I feel you. How's the family? Everybody's day. good, healthy, baby's everybody, good. Everybody good, you know, drinking water, taking vitamins. Okay, good shit. I'll be positive because you clearly are in a negative mood right now. My man, Longevity, alive from the uh, bringing down the band headquarters. What's up, sir? Hello, my uh, major. How are you doing? <laughs> I don't I'm like calling good. you major. I know. Major. I know. It. You've you've known this, me long enough to call me probably four or five different things. So that's uh, cool. <laughs> it's not natural, but I should probably get into the habit of calling you major on the show. I'm going to look at the camera every time I say it. Major. So, yeah, I'm doing all right. Can't complain. Right. Where's your comb at tonight, brother? It's uh, right here. You know, so got it, it fell out earlier. It's still not. It's not. It's not grown quite fully. You cut it. You cut it. I feel you. That's all good. Rounding out the crew, the incomparable DJ Spools. Hello, Michael. How are you, sir? How are? I'm well, man. How are you? Good, good. Billy Donovan's uh, the Bulls coach, man. You happy about it? What's your early feelings? I mean. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Okay. Okay. Like, I like him better than the last two coaches. So. Okay, that's a fair. I don't know. That's a fair. That's that's Hoiberg and Boylan. Like I love Thibodeau, right? Yeah, but, yeah. You, you've always been pro Tibbs. I I remember that. So, I think a lot. Of, I've, yeah. I'm seeing we'll a couple, see. I'm seeing a couple more people saying exactly what you just said. We'll we'll kind of have to wait and see. So, nobody is yep. jumping out the window just yet. I'm not like mad about it though. Yeah. So. We'll see. We'll see. We shall see. All right, man. So we have a pretty good rundown, I would say, for today. So let's go ahead and jump into the topics. Chat, we appreciate y'all as always. Make sure you get ready to drop the comments. Uh, we got some of the homies in the building already for the chat. I think Nicole is in the building. Eric's in the building. My man Poppy Amo is in the building. We appreciate you all as always. You know, Mathis, we see you. Uh, so let's go ahead and get it started. Oh, was a, uh, there was a poll. I don't know if it was. It says Hip Hop Hub. There was a tweet that was put out. It says who's a, who's a better lyricist? It was between Lupe and Kendrick Lamar. And Lupe responded, re- retweeted the comment and responded, Lupe, but 
that, that was his response. So the internet went crazy and all the Kendrick fans came in and uh, the president for TDE, who's, who goes by punch, he came in and just put laughing out loud like he dismissed the entire thing. Um, Lupe went on to kind of clarify where he was coming from, said, uh, in my own words, once again, <laughs> he said, once again, for you bitches, this is Lupe. <laughs> Love, he's like, I love K. Dot, always have, always will. With that being said, do I think he's a good lyricist? Yes. Do I think he's the best lyricist? No. Do I think it's lyricists that are better than him. Yes. Is he a better artist than me? Yes. Is he a better lyricist than me? No. Does he make better songs than me? Yes. Do I think control was ridiculous? No. Am I jealous mm. of K. Dot? No. So Lupe pretty much was like, He's going through pretty, you know, saying that he respects Kendrick for who he is and, and kind of broke it down in terms of the comparison. Did I personally give him props in Chicago on stage uh, as the next as the next nigga to take the crown? Yes. Is it on camera? Yes. Did I mean it? Yes. So that's Lupe's whole response after everybody started going crazy. Right. So I want to go ahead and throw it out to us, you know, just on the panel and everybody in the chat. Does Lupe have a point, or or are you bothered like the rest of the the Kendrick fans that thought this was laughable? Because we've talked about Lupe, we had him on our rappers you know, top one hundred and whatever we had. We when we you know narrowed it down, and Lupe, you know he he ranked pretty high, but he wasn't as high as I think Kendrick beat him. If I'm not mistaken, we'd have to pull up the list, but I believe Kendrick beat him. Oh, he did. Kendrick was in our top ten. He was like seventh. Here we go. Great. Sorry. Yeah. Thank you, schools. You're right. Thank you. Yeah, well, I think coming. Lupe was like 26th, I think, or 27th. Somewhere in there. Okay, cool. Yeah. Lone, I'm coming to you first, man. Is is Does Lupe have a point or is Lupe out of his mind with the statement? Yeah. I think his statement was 100% accurate. Okay, why? Because he is a better lyricist than Kendrick. Uh, I do think Kendrick makes... Uh, I, I, he might have been polite a little bit with this. Kendrick make better songs. I don't. I think it just depends on what you're, what we're going to argue. Um, but I would say overall, Kendrick, Kendrick's music definitely seems to uh, process better with popular culture and the and the masses as far as Lupe. Otherwise, Lupe would probably be even bigger than he is. Um, but I, you know, as an artist, I'd probably lean a little bit towards Kendrick Lamar being the better. <laughs> overall MC, but as far as lyricism, I Lupe's in top three ever, probably. So Ooh. um Okay. Uh and control and I absolutely agree with him on the control thing. Control did not Kendrick's stuff on control didn't really impress me. Like it wasn't it wasn't Method Man's verse on that Conway record. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't like that, you know, and he I think it's the lack of maybe punchlines sometimes because he's very literal in his speak um mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so whereas lupe is way more in depth with what he writes about and that's that's not a knock to kendrick kendrick's amazing but uh yeah i, I actually 100 agree with lupe so okay jay diff talk to me i think uh Lupe pretty much summed it up with his b rabbit response to what everybody would say about what he said you know what i'm saying i mean is a better lyricist say when it comes down to actually now what he's saying the thing about 
a Lupe is you have to have a little bit of intelligence to follow even what he's saying. So that's where yeah. he kind of misses the mark with a lot of people actually listening to him on a, a popular versus or underground level. But, I mean, it's, it's obvious that Kendrick is a better artist. I mean, Kendrick is going on world, world tours now by himself, yeah. headlining. And he, I remember at one point he was actually just kind of filtered in. And the first time I seen Kendrick live was was a uh, was that Mac Miller and uh, Wiz Khalifa. Literally nobody sat and watched him perform by his walking around. So that that just kind of show yeah. you shows you how he elevated his artistry. Um, but right. uh, a Lupe, last time I seen Lupe perform was actually. Bloomington IU in a theater that just gives you the draw of these two artists right so, that's yeah. where I'm at I could dig it uh, Spools talk to me um, no I thought it was I think it's interesting the way Lupe responded and the way he broke it down I guess um, I think he's uh, I mean you guys have said it and we've all listened to Lupe like I think he does go Sean hinted at it or said it, you know, he does go a little bit, tend to go more in depth in his songs and, um, you know, which equates to, I think, better lyricism or part of that, you know, it's part of it being him being a better lyricist. But, um, you know, I, you know, I guess it, I, I like the way he defended, I mean, not defended himself, but just the way he responded, you know. So, I mean, I mean we talk about that stuff on this show a lot, right? Sure. Like the kind of the breakdown is this person a better artist versus are they, you know, you know, better MC, you know what I mean? Like we always kind of, you know, this person's, you know, you know, Drake always comes to mind or some other people, you know what I mean? So yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like the way he was able to kind of make that separation and, you know, let his feelings be known about it. And I don't know. I mean, super mega fans or stands or whatever, are always going to just be what they are. You know what I'm saying? But yeah. Um, place like this where we can just have like a, an objective conversation i think is is dope and uh yeah i say you know no harm done i don't think he meant anything bad you know so i could dig it say more talk to me <laughs> one of the things um i think is actually very extraordinary about both artists is they can be what you consider to be lyrical and have content within their music mm -hmm. and the different time periods almost, but they were both able to find a way to have a certain level of mainstream success. You know, when I hear a song like Superstar uh, by Luke, like I don't like I don't feel like there is so much of a concession there that I was like, OK, Lupe, you know, he did this. He's just trying to get on the radio, this, that and third. I mean, because he's still hitting with that lyrical content. Same thing when you talk about a song like Paris, Tokyo. You know, of course, it, it sounds like a, you know, what are you what some rappers call a girl record. But you know what? I mean, he's still being Lupe, but got you off know, on that joint. I, I really feel like he has the re the right to say what he's saying, not only because he's a dope lyricist, but because I feel like he laid a certain groundwork for someone like Kendrick because Kendrick was able to come behind Lupe, still maintain a lyrical credibility and still talk you know, that good shit, 
you know, on yeah. these records that were able to reach a certain <laughs> level of mainstream success. So, um, you know, I'm not I don't think that Lupe is out of pocket by anything that he said. I, I think that he's a dope artist and an incredible lyricist. I think really when you look at Kendrick, he's figured out a way to take Lupe's um style like the like the the formula, if you will, um, of having those records like a kick push. Once again, another record that got a level of mainstream acceptance still being lyrical. And Kendrick is like, okay, I'm I'm gonna take this to the next level. You know, so if in a lot of ways, even though it's the difference between Chicago and Los Angeles, um, if there wasn't a Lupe to show someone like a Kendrick who's like, okay, you could flip it like this. You can have this level of acceptance and still kick those real lyrics and still get on the radio and still do these big shows and, and have your video on, on these different outlets. You know, we wouldn't have a Kendrick. Right. So, you know, I don't think that Lupe is trying to sun Kendrick, but at the same time, he's like, in, in a way, and I don't even think he's trying to do this saying like, look, fam, you wouldn't be here in a certain way. That's what I'm saying. Like, Kendrick would not be here if it weren't weren't for a, a little bit of the the track that Lupe laid as far as having somebody lyrical uh, be able to get a certain level of mainstream acceptance. But I don't Lupe, think Lupe's. I, think, I don't think Lupe's like targeting Kendrick though. No, no, no. I, I definitely don't want to say that. That's me. That's that's my hypothesis in 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 I seeing see. how the game is 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 formatted and. And and what it is, because at one point, you know, I remember Lupe, like his first two albums came out the same day as and this sounds crazy, came out the same day as Chingy albums. And it was a big oh. deal that Lupe albums that Lupe sold more than Chingy because Chingy had the records. They were already on the radio, already in the club, you know, making noise. But here was Lupe somebody was who was considered more lyrical, Pluto. more, quote unquote, real hip hop. And he was able to sell more records. I'm just saying. It did jump in there. Yeah, it gave it gave it a certain level of credence to where like you can still be lyrical and get this mainstream love, right? And if what were you saying? Lupe was already on the hit single though when whenever that happened, and his album came out with, uh, with Kanye. Kanye. Also, I mean, Chicago was hot at the time. Yeah. Also, I I kind of don't agree with you as far as Lupe setting the tone for Kendrick. Um, I mean, he he's definitely a lyrical artist. I, mean, uh-huh. I don't I don't even really see them as similar artists at all. Like their their content is totally talking, different, I, in my opinion. I, I think he's talking about. Well, the content is totally different, but it's still, you know, it's not the the content of the norm. I guess that's where you can compare them. Like even with Kendrick and and Lupe, their content is different. I mean, but there was there were other. That's that's not what okay. I'm saying either, okay. Mike. Um, what I'm saying is, I mean, before Lupe, you had, let's say, like a most deaf, a Talib Kweli. Okay. Um, you also had, um, I mean, it's it's arguable to say that even Jay Z is a lyrical artist. A Biggie's a lyrical artist. You know the way he flips words and things of that nature. I think Kendrick okay. is cut from a cloth of those earlier artists versus a Lupe, in my personal opinion. Even like a Tupac which people don't necessarily consider so lyrical, but he was poetic with it. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I kind of 
Kendrick and uh, as an artist that kind of pulled from a lot of those earlier artists. I personally, See, I, th- I think, I think Lupe. I mean, I think Lupe. When we gonna talk about a lyrical standpoint, if you listen to Food and Liquor and the Cool, like those are, those are albums above and beyond. Yeah, like. Those albums are ridiculous from a lyrical standpoint. Lupe still got joints where I go back and listen to them. Like, damn, what the hell was he talking about? I have to go back. And I've heard his whole catalog. So if you want to just put it on paper and say he's a better lyricist, like I'm not mad at that. But Kendrick Lamar's body of work, his, you know, cumulative body of work and his albums. And if we want to talk about sense. discography. I don't think there's a comparison. I really don't. Like if you're talking about section 80 all the way up until uh damn. It's, it's just no comparison to me. Like Lupe, I think Jay Moore said it. He came out the gate, the first two albums. But after that, like uh, Kendrick continued to stay at that level or if not go higher, you know, with his project. <laughs> so, it was actually, it's actually Lupe's uh, a successful album, the commercial ass album. I didn't like Lasers. It was, it was whack. Yeah, it was whack in my opinion, <laughs> yeah, but that I, was his I, most successful album. And I don't yeah, even I think he liked that album. I, I think did. he yeah. even said that. No, I didn't like yeah, his first two. No doubt, his first two albums, Lupe came out swinging. Yeah, and, and I I think, those first, those first two were phenomenal, phenomenal records, like timeless yeah, I, records, really. And I think it, I, I don't know if we saw an artist with Lupe's lyrical ability reach the heights that he did at that time. Like it, it was, it was kind of a first, really, kind of in a way. Um, I don't know. Maybe not, but it seemed like it to me. I, I think another interesting thing when the comparison of Kendrick's career versus Lupe's career is control over your music and what you can actually put out, too. Who knows if Lupe was in more control of what he could put out, what he would have put out. You know, Kendrick was, in, Kendrick was in a lot more control in the creativity of what he could do. So we'll never know. Um, yeah, but I I don't I know Jay Moore said that's his personal you know his personal thing, but I don't look at I I think he gave him as many props as he could. Like I think he gave him, you know, his just due with the paragraph that I read. So you know, yeah. water under the bridge, and he 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 talked about TDE being his favorite label and all that. Like it was cool. Yeah. Who was in Lupe's lane before Lupe yeah, was in that lane? I don't, I don't think it was a shot at him. Oh man, I don't know, man. Can you say? That's a good I mean, question. Did, did does he fall in like the tribe? Tribe called Quest Line. Lupe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Remember, there was, was some controversy so with like, a tribe they, called Quest and Lupe. Extension, if there was such a thing, you know. Just yeah, a thought. Just throwing lyrics. it out there. I'm not mad at that, Spools. I, I think he's. Um, I think he's. I think his lyrics are more complex than Tribe. Way more, way, way more, not even, not even that, close. But it's way more. He, he's way more complex than now. I don't, I don't, I don't think anybody was in his lane. I, and I see, you know, Abe said Pharaoh, and I, I could agree with Pharaoh. Pharaoh's an amazing. Yeah, rapper, that makes sense. MC. Pharaoh, whoever said that, that makes Pharaoh, sense. But, oh, yeah. but, Pharaoh, but if we com- but if we combine not only just what he was doing as an artist, but also like how far his reach was, I don't think there was an artist in Lupe's lane in the commercial sphere of things. Yeah. I can see artistry. I can That's definitely see Pharaoh. You guys ever uh, read about how like how he got his start and who like how he got helped putting like to get funded into the business and stuff like that? Am I Lupe? Yeah. 
Oh, no, just read it sometime. It's interesting. I mean, it's all, you know, allegedly, it's interesting. So, yeah, check it out sometime. Hmm. Word, all word. Right. That's what's up, man. Let's go ahead and jump yep. into our uh, next topic here. So, uh, Spool shared this concept with me and, um, well, you know, just the idea of Hit Boy. And we've been talking, we were talking about Hit Boy, <laughs> obviously, with Il Brown. Shout out to the homie Il Brown. But uh, Hit Boy, there there was a, I believe there was a either a video or somebody reported that he's in the studio with Freddie Gibbs. I think it may have been on Freddie Gibbs' IG story. I'm not sure if I'm misquoting. I'm sorry. But I know they're working together. Hit Boy has a project with Benny that's in the can as well that sounds like it's close to being complete if not complete. You know what Freddie Gibbs and the Alchemists have done with their projects, Mad Lib, if you want to go back to last year. <clears throat> so with this, with this producer... And t- well, you know, Nas, you know, with Hit Boy, producer one MC projects. Like, that's how a lot of the great projects started. You think about that concept that used to be just one producer and one, you know, the d- producer, DJ, and artist or whatever. But is that, do you guys think that's starting to become a trend in terms of, uh, will that catch on and you'll start see more, start seeing more projects with one producer and one artist? Or is it just that? You know, Hit Boy and Alchemist are special, and they can adapt and, and get with these artists and, and, and make dope projects. People just see them as the go-to guys. Like, what do you guys think about that? Spools, I'm coming to you first on this one because we talked about yeah. this before we came on. Like, are those guys special, or is it, or is this something that might become a trend? I don't know. I'd like to put DJ Muggs in that category as well. Yep. Like, yep. he's made projects over the last several years with a ton of different MCs. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. I'm in. I remember when we were, you know, texting about this a couple of days ago or whatever, and uh, or maybe it was yesterday. But yeah, it's just it's interesting because he's like Hit Boy's everywhere right now. He's been on every he's, everywhere. Yeah, um, Alchemist, you know, has has done it, but not like oh, you know, so and so dope MC <clears throat> that I like is coming out with a pro. Oh, and Alchemist is producing it too. Oh, and then. You know the next one too. Oh, and the next one too. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's not. I mean, he's <clears throat> not to take anything away from him in any way. I love his production, and but it just it doesn't seem to be the same like role that that Hit Boy is on. I guess you know. <clears throat> so I don't know, man. Like it's interesting because Nas kind of what broke that mold with Illmatic, right? Right when he went and got you know four or five whatever different producers. Top notch, uh, all so top notch. It's kind of cool to see it come back full circle, you know. And uh, yeah, I think it's cool. I think when two cats can, or however many people can, get into a groove like that and just and pump out a project, like I think it's cool. You know what I mean? I believe in like as that part of music in general. You know what I mean? No matter what music you're doing, but like, yeah, dude, if you get in there and the shit sounds good, and let's do it. And you know, I, I'm rarely disappointed with projects like this either like with alchemist i mean the that joint he did with prodigy yeah. <laughs> the albert einstein or whatever that shit was very ridiculous good. you know like very good a lot, a lot of the projects he's done with you know with people exclusive projects like that are have been solid and uh same for dj mugs i've listened to a ton of those and um hit boy he dropped like I'm, six of them last year or seven of them it was yeah. like right crazy right yeah uh hit boy I, I mean i've always heard of not as familiar with and if I'm being honest, I don't like his production personally as much as Alchemist and DJ Muggs. 
uh, that's just my preference, though, you know? Sure. Um, but it's interesting, and that's further interesting to me, like, and I'll throw this question to you guys, especially Sean and Mike, uh, or Major, Major Maha, when it comes to you. Uh, Thank you, sir. Is um, what you guys think of his production in general, like, of all the producers out there to kind of be on a roll like this, like, what do you... How, what do you guys think of his production, you know, skill level, in, you know, in comparison to other cats out there right now? But anyway, yeah, that's how I feel. Um, well, I'll, I'll jump in real quick. Uh, I, I'm familiar. And I'm not with saying it, that because I think it's poor or good. Either right. way, I'm just curious to know what you guys think as producers. Yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm not in love with Hit Boy's production, but I think he's got a lot of dope stuff. Um. You know, like, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I think he's on, he's on par with pretty much everybody else for the most part. I think it's kind of back to the, not to jump completely off that question, but to kind of address the other one too. Like there have been, I mean, yeah. outside of Hit Boy, like in mugs, this has been kind of a steady thing for, um, for a little while now, actually. Like we did see, like, uh, see in the chat. You know, Apollo Brown's been doing it. You know, Ono. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, um, definitely on a, on, a, under, on an underground too. on an underground level, we've been we've been seeing this for a minute. It's really just, I think, the fact that uh, Hit Boy is kind of crossing thresholds a little bit, and it, a lot of the releases are more Ask- mainstream. You know, it's like uh, oh, Don now does it. Don does it. If you guys are familiar with him, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of people that fact- that really do it, but. But but Hit Boy is like working with Nas, and he's working with apparently Freddie Gibbs, who's really hot right now, and then Benny, who's really hot right now, and then you know like I I do think there is a little bit of a difference um, than what Muggs was doing, you know, because he was working with primarily a very exclusive niche of artists. That's Um, true. But uh, so yeah, yeah, that's that's it would be dope, and I think it'd be dope if that actually. if that was actually a thing. Um, but yeah, I'll let Mike, you can talk about that. No, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think, I think, it's, excuse me, um, major. <laughs> don't do that. I think there's a lot of, on the, on the very, on the underground, underground level, we, we see this before, like somebody put the check, Kev Brown, Kev Brown's another guy that works with a lot of artists. Yeah. Exclusively. Hell, Ill Mind and, and, and Ninth Wonder did joints back in the day. They did a whole joint. Um, uh, live from the take depths, take take deck. Sky so, Zoo. You know, it's it, Sky. I'm sorry, Sky Zoo. You're right. Ninth Wonder and, and Sky Zoo did uh, Cloud Nine, right? So, though these joints have been happening, it's just with Hit Boy, who I think is extremely talented. I'm familiar with a lot of his work, and he's, you know, his versatility <laughs> is one of the things that stands out to me. Um, the fact that he's doing it on a quote like, you know, we talk about quote unquote mainstream level. That's different. You do a project with Nas. You do a project with Benny, who's bumping. You know, he who's crazy right now with Rock Nation. Um, and then you, you throw in Freddie Gibbs, he's doing projects with those guys, especially if they're full joints. Like that's different. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I wanted yeah. to kind of talk about it because you know, he he's trying to he's kind of taking it to the next level in terms of you know, some of the artists that he's reaching out to. So I'd be curious to see the trend. I've said this multiple times, but I'm really curious to see what he comes up with uh with Benny. Like I want to see what types of beats he gives Benny. I think it has yeah, potential to be too. better. I think it has potential to be better than the project he dropped with Nas. I really do. You know, so we'll have to kind of 
kind of wait and see. Jay Div, what, yeah. what are your thoughts on this concept? Is it a trend or, or, or these guys are just special? I think it's, it's cool. Because there we go. I, wouldn't, I, would, I would go mm-hmm. as far mm-hmm. as to say as in, you hear me? Yeah, I would gotcha. go as far as to say as never really stopped. It just hasn't been as mainstream uh, because a lot of artists have been doing it for years and years and years. But with right. Hit Boy doing it, it's just that he's more of a, um, a, a popular producer, so to speak. So th- that's what's kind of drawing attention to him doing it. Um, to me, it, it actually leads the artists to have a more co- cohesive sound, kind of follows and um, uh, peaks at certain levels that artists, because they, they had time to build and actually create something together versus I'm just sending you a beat here and there and you're picking and yep. choosing. You know what I'm right. saying? So I, I kind of like the dynamic Um see a couple people in the chat saying a few artists like uh mass ace marco polo everybody yeah. knows that blue below the heaven blue and exile oh, sure. heavens. How, how cohesive that sounded you know is it's just a matter of of finding that that pocket that artist and producer and uh making it move i'm a big apollo brown fan and i've always you know like appreciated those projects that he's done like that the one with Rock Marciano, I think, at one point. Uh, I believe. I could be wrong about that one. The one with Sky Zoo. Sky, yeah. Uh, Joel Ortiz. Yeah, OC. Yep. The oh, OC project, you. yeah. I'm with you. And more put a bow on this one before we uh, we go to the uh, partners and try to get to our last topic. Well, I mean, I, I think it's... I don't know if it's going to be a trend born out of the fact that... Um, you know we're in this covid thing it's it's probably better that uh, a lot of rappers lock in with one producer than to have a whole bunch of people in and out of the studio um it is if certainly even working in the studio in that regard yeah yeah um but you know you got to think about you know lp pretty much uh doing his thing with uh with killer mike you can take it back to that you know when you're talking about you know somebody locking in with a producer jay-z did this with no idea for 444 so i mean i i think it's it's cool because there was a time when this is what everybody did you know i'm old enough to remember when you know basically you might have locked in with one maybe two guys you know larry smith and and rick rubin uh you know russell simmons when he was you know like i said people got to remember a lot of those early songs uh hip-hop joints that we remember and love were actually produced by russell simmons um so i i i like it as a trend because like you know i'm one of those people that i really like the new Nas album like it has grown on me every time i've listened to it you know um and uh, and within this climate where a lot of times you don't revisit albums just because so much stuff comes out i've um right. i've gone back to that Nas album you know since it came out and really start you know really enjoyed it on a level that i don't really um i haven't enjoyed hip hop albums in, in in a in a while so you know shout out to hit boy cuz like honestly it doesn't sound like the stuff he was doing when he was you know, under Kanye, you know, like as far as click and, and, and ends in Paris and this, that, and the third, but you know, like, you know, when I hear songs like car 85 or, you know, King's disease, like those are my joints right now. So, um, I hope it becomes a trend because I like to hear cohesive, um, 
projects yep. as opposed to this, this, you know, nothing wrong with a piecemeal, uh, a, a way of putting together a rap album. You know, it's worked for some people, but for some people, it's like, okay, I'll go ahead and get this producer from a West Coast sales. I'll get this producer from my East Coast banger. This is the person I'll get for the single. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and that doesn't. <coughs> it just sounds like a, it sounds like an artist making a compilation. Right. You know, so I mean, and that was really how a lot of when you go back and listen to the late '90s uh, hip hop albums, that's what it really sounds like. It sounds like artists making a compilation, almost like they're making uh, an album for uh like a um like a soundtrack but it's just one it's just one artist but i i'm i'm glad to see this trend you know a lot of times i see trends in hip hop i don't like this is one i do like i'm with it jump in jay dip i'm sorry to to his point that's that's kind of what um at outcast stand a lot too having organized noise manufacturing that sound for them it it just it gave them that that something that nobody else could get you know what i'm saying it built with yeah, them, yeah. it it just matched with them so well. So yeah, I, I definitely agree with that sentiment. Yeah, and as somebody that That's has a- done solo projects with artists many times, I have a handful of them actually. Um, I, it's definitely a completely different dynamic working with an artist on an entire scope of something as opposed to just like throwing them something that might fit something that they're already working on. Um, yeah, it's, it's different, you know? So I, I've definitely, I've definitely walked into, uh, to, um, studios, if you will, with artists that they, you know, I was going to work with them on a project and I've listened to every beat that they've had on their project so far and said, (laughs) I don't think you need me on this project. And, you know, that's just kind of what it was. Um, it, some, I'm a big fan of the, I'm also a big fan of the one producer, one artist or maybe not even one pr- producer just like a team of people working together for a collective project i think that's is what i well, yeah you know like it doesn't have to be one yeah. producer but like if you listen to kendrick's albums there's a whole bunch of people a part of them a part of it but you can tell yeah. that there was a intent intent and intense focus on cohesiveness and um i'm a fan of that yeah when it's yeah. it's a collective no he works a lot with Terrence martin Terrence martin has like a whole thundercat like, musicians that he runs with yeah yeah soundwave is his guy too man like soundwave sculpted a lot of his early stuff and he keeps him he keeps him around dude is a beast also so yeah i'm you know you it's one it's one of those things where i i would like to see it you know if it's done right i would like to see it become more of a trend you know if that's the case but mm-hmm. you know we'll, we'll just have to kind of wait and see but i do want to hear this benny you know I re- i'm really curious to see if hit boy can can lock in with him i saw a couple videos where there were some you know sneak previews or you could hear some records in the studio and from what i heard this shit sounds dope so it will uh we'll have to wait and see man for sure but let, let's go ahead and shout out our partners real quick before we get into our last topic for the show we'd like to thank our partners for the new old heads podcast no bad ideas clothing company coleman dental printfinity indie cd and vinyl sun king brewery and the hub for all things new old heads, bringingdowntheband.com. Remember, once you type bringing down the band in the search bar on YouTube and the page populates, subscribe and hit the bell for notifications. And as always, we thank you for your support. Now back to the show. Okay. Are we good? All right. We are good. 
All right, so let's get into our last topic here. This is uh we have titled and shout out to Jay Moore. This is uh Kanye versus contracts. So he's been tweeting a lot uh over the last what do we call it probably week because I think he was tweeting as we were on our last episode we were taping or taping. I sound so old recording our last episode. Um he has really jumped into the music industry and how the music industry is bad and you know the importance of independence and ownership and you know alone actually did a, a kind of a one-off on uh bring that was it the bringing down the band page or the new old days network i can't remember it's bringing down the band so it's my bring it be a better artist series yeah but yeah we go on that'll, that you'll be able to watch on twitch um I want to kind of ask you guys what you thought about his series of tweets when it as it relates to him showing his contract and the importance of you know how the music industry is and not the importance of that but the importance of how knowing how dirty the music industry is in my personal opinion i feel like people like master p and tony draper and all these cats have been talking about this for years like i don't know if they now has the platform so that makes it a little bit different um, I think it could be good if there's some structure behind it because you know one week is I'm running for president the next week I'm trying to figure out what's going on with Adidas and the next week it's like you know I'm tweeting about my family like I don't know what the hell be going on with dudes so I'd never see him locked in on one thing it's always sporadic uh, but if he was able to lock in and maybe try to establish some form of a union and you know, try to get some artists to band together I could see this being Know, something that would be dope but the concept is not new like we we've heard he was talking about this when we were teenagers um so loan i want to come to you first and see what you think about you know, just the overall concept of those tweets because there's some importance there but you know, do you see any you know do you see this becoming something that might have some value it might grow some legs and have some substance or is this just a you know a tweet rotation and it'll be something else uh... next week yeah, I mean, he was just spouting a bunch of nonsense. Really, I mean, I mean, all the stuff that he was saying was relevant. It's just like he was saying it as if he was the Messiah, and he he was the first person to ever speak about owning your own masters and contracts and all this other nonsense. Like, wh- who? What are you talking about? Like, it was just it was just a lot for me. Um, but what he was saying did have merit, um, mm-hmm. to an extent. Um. Seem like just a rotation of things. I don't know. I to break everything down just to get my just to let you guys know. Like he signed the contracts. He signed them. Mm-hmm. He had lawyers. Mm-hmm. He read them. He signed them. Yep. Now you're crying about it. I mean, I, I I don't I don't know, man. Like it's um, and you're Kanye West. Like <laughs> you're Kanye West. Why are you? Why are you? Uh, I don't know, man. Maybe I'm being a hater right now, but uh, oh, they're gonna call uh, you that because you don't agree with everything he does. So you'll be labeled as a hater for sure. <laughs> but like, um, you know, it, the the irony of a lot of the things going on was at the same time all this was going on, we had just talked about last week the stuff about Hit Boy and using yeah. samples without clearing stuff, and then Hit Boy was also in as a part of this conversation as well, talking about contracts and you know. Mm-hmm. Trying to get out of contracts or whatnot. It was just there's so much going on with it. Publishing deal too. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it's a publishing deal. Yeah. Please correct me if I'm wrong. But, um, 
I think the idea around everything, and then I'll move on, is I think it's important for artists to understand that they should contain ownership of their work. Mm-hmm. Um, and you should leverage yourself to be in position to own yourself, own your masters, even if it's f- in five years from now or something, you know, like mm-hmm. put yourself in a situation to where you'll eventually get your full ownership back. Um, always have a lawyer, always read stuff over. Um, don't just sign blank paper. We've talked about this many times on the show. Um, mm-hmm. um, but it, you know, he is kind of randomly creating a spectacle around it. I, when the people in the industry and the independent artists that have set themselves up to do this for years have already been doing this. So it's kind of like, it's, it's, I don't know. It's kind of in bad form a little bit, but you know, it is what it is. I'm rambling. I'm going to pass. <laughs> Spools, talk to me. Did you have any thoughts, any feelings, if any, uh, about you know, his series of tweets? Did you see them? Where, where are you at with that? Um, no, I mean, I saw him via reading like, you know, a couple articles about, you know what's been, what what he's been saying and what's been going on but no it's it's like sean said it's nothing it's nothing new like he's not he's not you know telling any lies about you know the industry i don't think you know but it's nothing new and like man i was like i read uh <clears throat> earlier this year i read the this pimp c biography right um big long ass book man a ton of it is about UGK and Jive Records and you know their contracts and this yeah, and the yeah. third and like <clears throat> meaning and the reason I bring that up is because it's been going on for a long time man like it's been going on before that it's been going on in all genres of music I just don't you know as far as the Kanye is concerned like yeah that's great that he came and said that but I've I've read an article or two I can't remember that some of the artists names but who have said like Kanye was having him sign fucked up deals when when he was yeah. trying to sign him to good music. You uh, no, know what I mean? no, nobody's Alleg- allegedly. I just always have to say that. So yeah, <laughs> no, it was, it was. It seemed like legitimate reads to me. I can't recall the artist names, but I, I'll just say that like I know that Kanye has, um, you know, his mental issues, and I certainly can, um, you know, emp- you know, sympathize with that. And, um, but <laughs> he's, he's, he's just so self-serving when, when he's in, in these modes. And I think this is just another example of that. I think he, in, I, I, in a way, I think he has the potential with his platform to be able to do something great with. I mean, but is, is he going to, I mean, it might sound weird that I say that's self-serving because he named so many other so no. many people and all this, that, and the third, but no, it, it just, uh, the whole thing seems self-serving to me. Yeah, it's, it's not. You're you're not wrong in my opinion. For I'm attention all, for you know. And a, the pissing on the Grammy shit. That's attention to me. That's not liberating to me. That's attention seeking. And people. Been, I think the most freeing thing he could ever do is throw away his fucking phone, man. Is get <laughs> off of all social media. He lives out in Jackson, Wyoming. It's beautiful out there. Like, yeah, dude, just yeah. Fuck all of it, man. Like, seriously. Like, that would be my two cents. I usually don't like to just give out advice to people. I don't know his life like that. You know what I mean? Although, we, you know, we seem to have to know about it when he yells it at everybody on these social media platforms. You know what I mean? But, um, man, just fucking disconnect, Kanye. There we go. I mean, my, my thing is, like, it's, it, you know, the scatterbrain. Like, I don't know what it's going to be next week. It might be president shit next week or politics. Like, 
Well, I think he has the platform to be able to truly make a difference and help a lot of artists. Yes. Well, I believe that will be structure and a thought out, well thought out plan to, uh, to, to make this happen. I'm not sure about that. I don't yeah, know. Likewise. Yeah. I mean, but that's hey. kind of part of, yeah, that's just part of it. Yeah, and, it's just, it, uh, it just comes with it. Like that's not me saying that. I thought it was interesting that Mace wanted an apology. <laughs> as well. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to cut you off. Mike. You're, Sorry. Fine, you're fine, bro. It's just, it's not me saying that what he's saying is wrong. It's just like, why should I put that much stock into him saying it? That's my question. Like, I, I'm more about actions at this point. I want to see what's going to go on and what happens and what goes on moving forward. You know, All I right. think right. whoever typed that shit out with the tweets, the most recent tweets that were six or seven bullet points, A plus. Everything that he talked about or whoever typed that shit was perfect. Like it, it threw me off because all of his tweets are normally just off the cusp. So these were and plotted and strategized like they were, were great. So let's just see if there's any type of structure that comes with this. I hope it is, you know, in my opinion, I hope it is because you know how bad the industry is and you know how you can get jerked. I've been jerked. Loan's been jerked. We've probably all been jerked. So, you know, kudos to him for mentioning that, but this, this shit is not groundbreaking. This is not anything that's new. Just get a plan in place and kind of see what happens. That's, that's where I'm at with it. Div, what's your thoughts on it? Um, I kind of see it as, and and people are probably going a certain type of way about this statement, but this is this is the Apple effect. Okay, you have an Apple phone versus an Android operating phone. Android's been doing the same shit years and years, and mm-hmm. Apple makes a statement, and people jump out the window like it's the greatest thing ever. It's some shit that's been around forever. It's the same thing with this contract talk because literally. That people in the 90s, 80s, 90s, the prince, he changed his name to a symbol so that he could try to avoid contractual yes, um, shit to his record company. You know what I'm saying? Because he was tired, of, was tired of them taking his money. Um, you also have uh, people like Tech Nine, who, who pretty much gets paid every coin that comes out of his camp was right back into it because he learned from artists past mistakes he adapted Astro p of course i mean he had a a distribution deal when he signed his his uh record contract he still got most of his coins i mean if you were if you were paying attention any of this prior to 2020 you already know that these contracts is all fucked up a lot of these younger cats are actually that's the reason why they're not signing these deals because it's like they don't need to anymore. It's like if I've already made myself popular mm-hmm. through my, my social uh, network or whatever and internet, why do I need to sign a record deal? Yep. Was that? Yep. And then, then when it goes back to um, they were saying Jay-Z sold uh, Kanye's Record or his rights, his publishing, and that's a that's a bold mm-hmm. statement because he sold the entire catalog of Rockefeller records. So it's not like he just he just decided I'm I'm selling Kanye stuff so I can get my stuff. That that's that's how the information is traveling though. You know what I'm saying? When it came, when it when it came out to me, I'm one of the people, and I stand by this. I thought it was whack. Like I said, what you told me is context. 
I thought when I initially read it, I'm like, okay, if Jay Z sold Kanye's masters in order to get his, I thought that was whack because from the standpoint of relationship that I thought they had. Now you're saying there might be more stuff that was involved. It's new information to me. On the surface, when I saw it, I'm like, ah, uh, you, you you can't do you, you you can't do that. Like I thought that was whack for that. That was just my opinion. But That's the catalog. It, it's the same, it, he was pretty much trying to get he was trying to make sure he had the rights to reasonable doubt at the end of the day. So in order for him to do that, he had to sell a whole catalog. I don't know if y'all recall that at all. Right when they when him and Dane was selling everything pretty much. What's that? I was I was just talking to somebody about this a couple of days ago. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know if he had reasonable doubt if he ever got it back. I know Dame wasn't wanting to let go of it for a long time, but from what I understand, Jay Z does that. That's the one album he does not have the full ownership of. Yeah. Okay. That's that was my understanding. I think he's supposed yeah. to get it after a certain amount of years. Okay. Gotcha. Okay. Right. That's new information for me. I they you know in the internet be shit sometimes too. So you know that's my fault. But I they it was it was pitted as. He sold Kanye's masters only just to get you know, the masters to reasonable doubt. So, nah. Okay, so I, I stand corrected on that. Jay Moore, jump in, man. What, what are your thoughts? We got about, uh, looks like we got probably from our start time at about 10 minutes. So just be clear of that before we finish. Well, up. I won't take all 10 minutes. I'm, I'm, the thing is, mm-hmm. Kanye West tries to make things seem like it's about us when it's really about him. Um, yes. Because 1, if it's percent. not about just him okay i want to see uh tiana taylor's contract i want to see big sean's contract yeah. i want to see Pusha t's contract i want to see the contract i want to see john legend's contract you know do you have him and all these artists that you signed uh entangled in the same type of foolishness that you got entangled to because then that doesn't make you any better also mm-hmm. a lot of the things that he talks about you know i you know i i i have Coming from radio, I have friends who are in radio and records. And, you know, when they go over his tweets, they're like, fam, you talking about stuff that has always existed. And, you know, yeah. okay, if you want an 80, if you want an 80 20 split, then that's that's reserved for people like Master P when they do no limit. Okay. Because uh, profile winds up just putting the records in stores, pressing and distribution. Um, but Master P pays for everything else. You know, right. when you want to shoot three s- separate videos for Jesus Walks, okay, mm-hmm. yeah, Def Jam winds up paying for it, but you have to re- go ahead. There's a whole thing called recoupment. And Kanye, honestly, for all the records he sold, has never really recouped any of the expenses for all of the records he sold, for, for any of the expenses that come from recording his albums. Like he'll have a song like Stronger, great record, but he'll have it mixed 10 times at like $30,000 a mix. He'll go ahead and uh, shoot million dollar videos. You know, does he think that these things come for free? I don't think that Kanye understands or maybe he doesn't want to understand and he, he wants to put it off on people who... He wants to put it off on people who don't understand the record industry and how every like the record these record companies. I'll just go back. The record companies are not invested in art. 
Record companies like Def Jam and when they have parent companies of their own, these are banks. And banks give you money and they are expecting in a return on their investment. And when you do not return everything on their investment, okay, well, we're going to uh, take this much from your publishing until we get all our money back. When we get all of our money back, then you can start making some money. Um, and that's never it, that's been how it's been from the beginning. And for Kanye to, to go ahead and 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 try to put out these ridiculous things about, oh, well, you know, it should be one year licensing agreements like, OK, that sounds great. But these companies aren't going to make their money back in one year, not mm-hmm. for the money that right. they've invested in artists like Kanye West. So while it sounds good to people I, and I'm not trying to play like the people versus record companies and artists versus the machine, but, you know, we have to be adults about this. And if you're going to get in, in bed with a major record company and spend a certain amount of money and you want to go out and fly 30 people out to record your album in Hawaii or Wyoming or wherever you want to record it, that's none of that is that's that's not all the record company. They want all of their money back plus some. They want to turn a profit on you. And the whole, the whole goal is to turn a profit. All goals to turn a profit. If you, and if that if you think that's evil, then you should never get in bed with these record companies in the first place. And you know, I would turn you know Kanye West's uh, uh, words against him. I'd be like, you know what, um, you know, slavery is a choice. Oh, you know, if you want to, if you want to go there with it, Kanye. I see what you wow. did. There. And in, like, and once what again, you, did there. you know, if you're still, if if you as somebody who owns or, or runs a label with good music, if you're signing people to these same kind of deals, like if if Big Sean doesn't own his masters, Tiana Taylor doesn't own her masters, and push, no. I don't, I don't want to hear about you not having your masters because you're doing the same kind of dirty business. Yep. It's a thing, man. All facts. It's a, it's a thing. It's very, That's very actually astute point, sir. Yeah, those are bars. Uh, I'm put in this in this instance. I'm pulling for him because I hope, you know, can shed light on how trash the music industry is. So I, I want this to go well. I'm saying I just like I said again. I just don't know. I don't have confidence in the structure and the execution. I really don't. I'm saying, but I hope is. I'm wrong. Most people ain't ain't gonna feel bad for Kanye because he's boasting about him being a, a billionaire now. So all these other artists that don't yeah own buy their, back your masters they, yeah they don't they don't own their masters right. they're also broke. Oh, I mean it's it's a little different. It, it sits it hits a little different for those artists. Somebody that's a billionaire. Yeah, yeah, it is Kanye's, a little different. Kanye Kanye complaining about stuff and having money is like go away. You know, it's like find out. You know what? LL Cool J has his masters. Rihanna has her masters. Uh, you know, Jay Z had. You know, don't in Wyoming. Yeah, find out. Find out how these people got their masters. Talk to them, and then figure out how you can get you. Don't get on Twitter and complain to people like myself who are just trying to fight, figure it out. You know how we gonna. Uh, basically pay our cell phone bill we don't want to hear all that shit kanye uses his twitter like a whiteboard <laughs> he just puts anything and everything on twitter i think that's that's just what he uses it for i have found that day he's said that often about him like when he's when he's done these things like in the past whenever he's become a a topic for you know these yeah. reasons yeah. um i've yeah. noticed one or one or most of us or all of us i'll say 
like this is like a very this is a wealthy person problem <laughs> like you know what i mean like like a lot of people you know i don't know it's just it's, just, it's interesting man it, that's just kind of goes to show again i think it's more about you know more about him than it is anything else everything he tweets about be clear it's not about the minority it's not about the little people there's always a caveat that's going to benefit him so be clear this is not about helping the little people 100 you know yeah saying? there's something in there where he's going to be able to gain with that being said though i still you know i'm hoping that this will be something that can really enlighten people and, and help artists out moving forward like it's only enlightening people again Apple versus Android situation. Yep. Okay. Don't okay. pay yep. attention to trends and what's already out here. So it's it's only enlightening people that choose not to pay attention to it until it comes from the source that they want to hear it from. Yeah, I okay. I saw uh I saw open Good mic eagle too. tweet. Open Mike Eagle tweeted, he said, it's wild to see all of this conversation about owning your independent stuff when that's literally the struggle that I've been going through for the last, his entire career. He's like, but now he owns his own podcast company, owns his own record label, owns all of his own music. You know, like he has full control of ownership, but he chose that independent life and Kanye could have done that as well if he wanted to. He didn't. Yeah. You know, so. He kept re-upping when they, they offered him a contract. He kept taking the advances. And I don't care, you know, yeah, you get a $12 million advance. That's an advance. You, that's not your money. Mm. They want that money back and then some. Then you go over like, and I don't a understand couple, what you don't understand about that. What'd you say, I think, went over, over, I think he went over budget a couple times as well. I don't know if he went over budget pools, but, you know, some of the stuff that, you know, Kanye's albums, you know, back, so, especially back then with Labyrinth, just, man. They got orchestra, late orchestration. Like. The locks used to have skits on their albums about this very thing. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. That's the peak. Like, mass, I, this cop, this topic has come up a lot. Every time I post Master P, somebody laughs because Master P has been screaming this since we were like teenagers. How dirty the game you is, know what? And the importance of ownership. But you know what? People didn't the people didn't want to hear it from the country boys. I put that up on Twitter earlier this week. You know, point. when it was Master P, when it was uh Only my Draper. man uh uh Only Draper. Draper, when it was when it was Jay Prince, people didn't yep. want to hear people didn't want to hear it from the country boys. Dude, fucking Luther you know what I'm Campbell. saying? And, and, Luther and Campbell was talking about they've been Luther. trying to give you the game yeah. for the past twenty five years, but you weren't listening. Yeah, that's a fact. That's a yes, fact. Indeed. Now, like I said, with that being said, like you know, people will if I say that, then I'm a Kanye hater. I'm not a Kanye hater. I'm just telling you the truth. Like, this is the era that we grew up in. We know that. So I still hope and I'm wishing and I'm 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 hoping that there will be some semblance of, you know, some structure and something that actually works right. I'm thinking it's going to work well. So that's why I'm excited. So I think it's already we'll, over. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be in the minority on this one, bro. I think I think something good is going to come from this. I don't know if it's a union. I don't know if it's something, but I don't know. Look, man, but why I'll, is I'll, it? I'll, nobody, be on, I'll be on the island on this one, man. I think it might turn. Nobody out. learned from Ice Cube when Ice Cube was the one member of NWA and said, yes, "I want to get a lawyer to yes, look sir. at this before I sign." Yes, yeah. sir. And if you still making the same mistakes post 1989 and not learning for what Ice Cube did, uh-huh. as opposed to getting, you know, when he didn't want to get worked over by. You know, unfortunately, by Easy and Jerry Heller, and yeah. I don't know what to tell you. Right? Tough. 
It's tough, man. Well, it's tough. <laughs> it's looking like it's about 10. Uh, well, indeed, definitely. It's about 1034, man. I think we can go ahead and wrap it there. I know I know about the time that we started. Is there anything else that I forgot before we try mm-hmm. to uh, to get out of here? Did you guys want to say anything or shout out anybody uh, or is there anything I miss? Read your contract. <laughs> yeah. Drink water. Drink water. Happy Wear your birthday. mask. Happy birthday to my cousin, Courtney. Love you. Courtney, happy yeah. birthday. Happy birthday. Here. Water. I need you to get like our. I need to get our sound effects back, man. I'm, 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 I'm gonna try to do that. <laughs> I'm gonna try to do can that for it? next week. Is Jay? I can need I like a talk. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll mute him. Run them for it. <laughs> yeah. Let me run the sound effects for a week, man. I'd have a lot of fun with those. I know when to. I use don't know if. Them. Yeah, well, I don't know if we can do that. I don't know if I can figure out how to do it virtually like that, but I'm oh, sure we can Lord, figure it out. Oh, I know how to use. Also, happy birthday to to my grandmother. I believe she's ninety. Four hey. or five. Oh, wow. She's blessed, man. If she, she's a 20s baby. She's 94 and 95. Indeed. Yeah, that's, a, that's a blessing if she's that age. So happy birthday, Granny, for sure. Sorry. Well, make sure you subscribe, Granny. In my family in Florida's <laughs> birthdays. But I love yeah. them. Yeah. Make sure you all subscribe. <laughs> yeah, <for sure. laughs> I'll tell my I'll tell my Granny to to, to, to subscribe. Yep. Join the chat. tablet. Yeah, but I get her a tablet, get her in here in the chat. So that's going to do it for this episode. As always, remember to go to YouTube, search for Bringing Down the Band, subscribe there. Also search for the New Old Heads uh, Network. Search that on YouTube and subscribe there. We're really trying to grow that second channel so we can kind of you know, separate our New Old Heads stuff from Bringing Down the Band. But as always, it's the hub and everything is still under the same umbrella. We're just trying to grow some things here on the New Old Heads side. Come on over to Discord, sign up there. Um, and just sign up everywhere you see us. Follow us on Twitter, IG. Just search New Old Heads. You'll see us pop up. So appreciate all this. One. What's my favorite one? I said, or your favorite one. You don't have to sign up on all 19 million of them. But, you know, like, <laughs> pick, pick one something. that you like. Look, just sign up, goddamn. <laughs> to my man, Chicago, man. Create, create an account in every single no. <laughs> yeah. He signed up for Discord Actually, today. Appreciate y'all. Uh, so any new followers, subscribers, we appreciate y'all. And we will see y'all next week. Peace. 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 See ya.